Welcome to Sports Beat KC, the Kansas City Star's daily sports podcast. It's Tuesday, November 10th, and I'm Blair Kirkhoff. That was some spectacle in Salt Lake City on Sunday night when Sporting Kansas City took a 2-0 victory over Real Salt Lake. The game was played in a snowstorm, and during the second half, no lines on the field were visible. But Sporting held on for the victory that clinched the Western Conference Championship. It also did this. Sporting became the best turnaround team in MLS history, finishing 10 places higher in the standing over the previous season. That's right, Sporting was 11th in the conference in 2019. So, great night all around for the club, and beat writer Sean Goodwin is here to talk about it. We get into Sunday's victory and look ahead to the MLS playoffs. So, let's get started with Sean Goodwin. Sean, I don't know if... um, uh, We haven't traveled to any Sporting Kansas City games this year, but... It strikes me that the game on Sunday night against uh, Real Salt Lake would have been one that would have been fun to see in person. You know, I wish it was, at least in Kansas City, or I wish I was there. Uh, I, I can't say I've played in many snow games myself. Uh, back when I was playing youth, I usually just call them off. So, plus, because I've got frolicking about with my friends, uh, just, you know, not in a professional game. But, you know, I. To watch it, that was great. I'm sure playing and go just knowing what it's like to try and kick a ball through what looked like ends up being a couple of, you know, one or two inches of snow, uh, running through that, making passes through that. It, it can't have been too fun for the players, but it was a great spectacle for us, I'll tell you that much. I, it looked to me like it was they were playing on top of an air hockey table, mm-hmm. um, and it was because the, the the entire field was white. And I noticed when I turned the game on after getting back from covering the Chiefs game that in in a case like this, you've got to use a different colored ball. Yeah, um, because the white ball is not going to work on when there's that much snow on the ground. Yeah, it's the infamous orange ball, and I don't know why, but soccer fans just have this obsession over it almost like it's this huge moment when we get to use the orange ball um so i'm trying to think of a comparison in sports where you use something different depending on the weather i don't know if you have anything blair but uh yeah you know starting a game it goes some snow but you could still see the lines you could see some of the green of the grass and i was like yeah the orange ball is helpful but you know it's not necessary and by the time we got to the second half you couldn't even see the lines on the fields. It was just, you know, as you said, it was an ice rink of snow. And the orange ball really helped at that point. But, you know, it's always fun when we get to pull out that orange ball and, you know, give it a little bit of time in the sun or the snow, I should say. Well, and, and of course, the, the result was exactly what Sporting Kansas City needed. It was a 2 to nothing victory and clinched first place in the Western Division and set it up for us, Sean. Sporting had to have that outcome to, to be in first place. Yeah, so uh, you, you asked how, what needed to happen for them to finish in first, you're saying? Yes. Yeah, so, you know, it, it, Sporting looked good for a little while, especially when it was going by just pure points like any other season. But obviously, with all the COVID cancellations and whatnot, and one of the big ones being Colorado, I think they only finished the season with 18 games, I believe, to a lot of other teams, 21, 22, 23 games. Uh, so they moved to that points per game, uh, which 
at first looked like it was going to harm sports in KC just because other teams, namely Seattle and Portland, it was if they had more games left on their schedule, which of course, if they drop things at hurt, or if they win, it's giving them that little extra bit of a boost. Um, but throughout, uh, throughout midweek, uh, Portland went and lost to Colorado 1 0. Or Seattle lost to Colorado 1 0. Portland ties LA Galaxy 1 1. Uh, so they both dropped points and basically put Sports and Casey's face in their own hands heading into his final game. Uh, because the points per game had went down because over two teams, so sports and one first, all they had to do, uh, regardless of games played, regardless of total points, is had to go to Salt Lake, pick up the win, and because of points per game, that would confirm you know we finished outright first place. And that is significant for a couple of reasons, not the least of which they're the top seed in the in the in the Western Division playoffs, but. Even more so, it completes a a turnaround from last year's regular season finish, mm-hmm. which is really kind of amazing to go from where Sporting went in 2019 to to where they finished in 2020. Yeah. Take us through what uh, the the distinction of of Sporting Kansas City's first place finish. Yeah, so I mean, it was the greatest season to season turnaround in MLS history. Uh, obviously, 11th place last year, jumping up to first. Uh, that was previously held by DC United, who finished 10th in 2013, and then won the East in 2014. Uh, but I don't think any of us honestly saw this coming. Uh, I I remember it was after the MLS's back tournament. So Sporting started the season well. You know, we showed decent glimpses, a little bit of shaking it in the tournament. And I was... 8-10, and I think I remember saying that the sporting team absolutely has the, the ability to make it back into the playoffs. Obviously, they signed Polito and Kinder and whatnot, but I honestly thought that was a team that would finish you know, 5th, 6th, 7th place in the West, you know, do enough to get back in the playoffs, uh, but still sort of be recovering and rebuilding from that 2019 season, but yeah, it came out. It has a little shaky part in the middle of the season, but uh, you know, over the last six, seven, eight games, uh, I can't tell you exact records, but I believe aside from the, uh, the ties to Chicago, and they also lost one of the game um, to Dallas, one zero. We won pretty much every single game in the run up uh, to this regular season showdown at Salt Lake. So yeah, I even. Six weeks ago, I couldn't have told you Sportsnik finished first, honestly. So for them to go on the run they've done, win all the games they've won in the fashion they've done so, um, it's huge props to the staff, to Peter Mimi's team, just to, to stick to what they believe in at Sporting and come out now with this greatest turnaround in MLS history. And we're going to hear from Peter Vermees after we take a break. And he, he addressed that, that it was uh, and it was an answer to your question to him after the game. Uh, he was basically uh, said that they continue to have faith in the culture of mm-hmm. sporting Kansas City. And I, I thought that was a, a good answer. You know, that's uh, they've, they've you, you take years and years and years to develop a, a winning culture. And that's, you know, that's what's happened at sporting Kansas city. So when there is a, mm-hmm. a finish like last year for various reasons, right. They were, they went through a ton of injuries and uh, there was just all kinds of attrition on last year's team that, 
you do have that culture to, to rely on, to fall back on. And, and it, it really made a difference for this year's team. What also made a difference is they, they, um, you know, lineup shifted a little bit. They added mm-hmm. some players um, and it's, it's a, a little bit of a different team than what we saw in, in 2019. Let's spin forward and, and look at, look ahead at the, at the playoffs, which don't start until the following week. Sporting knows its first round opponent. How are the playoffs going to set up and who will sporting play in its first game? And, and I, I don't think we have an exact date yet. No, so Sporting is set to play uh, eventual eighth place finishers, San Jose Earthquakes. Um, they will play on November 21st, 22nd or 24th. There should be a announcement on their complete schedule coming out soon. Uh, but honestly, it could be a trap game for Sporting KC. I mean, obviously, Google they've been on finishing, you know, being a one seed, you still expect them to win, but unlike most of the sports we know MLS Cup uh, playoffs it's just one game winner takes all it's not like NHL NBA you know, I guess it's very akin to NFL I guess right you know Sporting is the right. best team but one because I have an off day it hurts but I mean you look at the San Jose team you know they, they've either had terrible results you know they've lost 5-0 to Colorado 6-1 to Portland uh, 7-1, these are all losses to Seattle, but on the flip side, then they've come out and they're, they're picking up good wins. They obviously beat Salt Lake 2-0. They beat LAFC recently 3-2 with a red card. Uh, so it, it's, San Jose is this weird team of either they completely get blown out or they, they pull off these surprise, almost upset results. So if Sports have a bad game, if San Jose come out really wanting it, even with it being a home playoff game, you know, Sporting KC fans shouldn't be looking forward to how oh, we'll move past the earthquakes. Uh, we'll look forward to next round, which is even Minnesota or Colorado. Right. And the first game against the Quakes, um, it's uh, it's one and done, right? Uh, there's, it's not a series. It's it's one game for advancement. Yeah, I think just one game, and that's all the way through the playoffs. So, you know, in essence, sporting every team in the playoffs is only what four wins away from glory at this point, uh, opposed to sixteen in NHL or something like that. So, yeah, just one done. The big thing about one seed as well is now, at least in the Western Conference, the MLS Cup runs through Children's Mercy Park. Um, if you look at the overall standings, uh, Sporting finished third overall. So. Unless they, unless they face Toronto or Philadelphia in MLS Cup, any other team below that, the MLS Cup runs through Children's Mercy Park if Sporting makes it all the way to the championship game. And that's quite an advantage. I know that uh, Peter Vermees was asking for uh, or hoping that they maybe they can get some more fans allowed in mm-hmm. into Children's Mercy yeah. Park for, for the postseason. So, okay, well, we're going to take a break here. And when we come back, we'll hear from... Peter Vermees. Sean Goodwin, great catching up with you, and we will do it again before the playoffs start. Always happy to, Blair. Appreciate it. Hey, it's Blair. We have a special subscription offer for Sportsbeat KC listeners, unlimited digital access to the Kansas City Stars' award-winning sports coverage. 
Sign up now for one year of Sports Pass for access to all the sports news, features, and columns presented on the KansasCity.com site, and it's only $30. That's a 40% savings off our regular rate. Your subscription will automatically renew after the initial term at $50 unless you tell us to cancel. Your subscription helps support the sports coverage of KansasCity.com and the Kansas City Star, and that support has never been more important. Please visit KansasCity.com slash offer to get this special offer. And as always, thanks for listening. Well, we faced a lot this year, and I guess it was apropos that we uh, play our game in a blizzard, can't see the lines. I have to say, look, uh, it was, uh, I actually think the referees did a great job. It was a, I mean, it's just a, it was just a tough game just all around. Um, we had to change our game plan coming into the place once we saw the snow on the field, and we had to completely change. And I give the guys a lot of credit because they, uh, you know, they did exactly what, we were hoping to do, to be honest with you, um, based on the conditions. We talked about set pieces, how important they were going to be. Um, and we talked about how we felt that we could get, especially in the second half, um, down the channels on them. And so when we brought um, uh, Eric on, you know, he makes a great diagonal run, gets the second goal and, you know, puts us in a really good position because we knew we were going to suffer some onslaught late in the game with them just hitting balls long and, and uh, you know, we put us under pressure a little bit, but I thought that the back line did a great job and Timmy as well. Next question goes to Sean Goodwin with the Kansas City Star. Sean, your line is open. Uh, Peter, congrats on first place, obviously. And not sure if you know, but you guys now hold records for the, the greatest season-to-season bounce from 11th to 1st. Um, just with that in mind, and now you guys have finally done it, uh, just, you know, how proud are you guys, how proud are you of the guys and their mentality to get to this point? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm proud of the guys. I'm also proud of the staff um, and the club. And the reason being is because, you know, last year was a very tough year for us with, with all the injuries we suffered. And, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a really tough year in that regard. And I felt bad for the guys because I thought we had a very good team. And it's just, you know, some things just um, didn't go our way. But more importantly, the injuries just were, were too much for us to overcome. And, and I say the staff also because what the staff didn't do is the staff didn't panic. Um, we've always been in it. Um, unfortunately, the year didn't go as we had planned, but we we stayed the course. Um, we stayed to who we are. We remain, remained um, loyal and committed to our culture, and uh, we believed. And so we, you know, this has been a tough year, but I, I have to say for us to be able to achieve first place in the West based on the circumstances, it was incredibly um, difficult. Um, and then when things changed at points per game and then we had games canceled, it's easy for the guys to have mentally checked out in certain situations. And uh, they found a way each time. And so I give them a lot of credit um, in this year for the mentality that they've had. Um, you know, we all we all have to, to, to endure all these new things. And, and, and the guys have adapted and adjusted and found success. And so, I, I you know, I'm, I'm proud of them. And I can't say enough good things about them and the staff. Next question goes to Allie Trost with Sports Radio 8 WHB. Allie, your line is open. 
Hey, Coach, and along with clinching the number one seed comes home field advantage with all of the difficulties and travel and all of the changes in that regard. And then when you factor in um, Sporting Kansas City and Children's Mercy Park allowing fans, just how crucial was it to get that home field advantage through the playoffs? It's a big goal of ours every year. We always want to in some way, shape, or form, uh, you know, be in the top two for um, to get some home field uh, advantage and so when we got you know we weren't sure where, when it was three games ago and they, they were getting canceled on us um, we started to get concerned because now all of a sudden um, we're losing opportunities and you know we have an incredible respect for the other teams in our in our conference as well in the league and so what we were nervous about was uh, and concerned about was the fact that we might um, as you guys know not hold destiny in our hands and so you know somehow with a couple of different results, next thing you know, we came down to this last game. And again, I, I tell you, you know, tonight was, you, know, you guys probably you know, saw it on TV or whatever, but it was amazing on the field. It was just, it's nothing you could do. I mean, couldn't even play all that well, but we found a way. And so, I, I, again, I I say it was big for us. It's 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 big for the club. It's big for the city. Um, home field advantage is, is, is obviously much more important when you do have your full stadium, but having some fans is, is, is big, um, is really big. And so hopefully, uh, I don't know, um, I'm putting it out there. Maybe we can increase the number for, for our first playoff game. That'd be great. Next question goes to Daniel Sperry with last word on soccer. Daniel, your line is open. Hey, Peter, you said you had to change the game plan up a little bit. Um, what do you have to do, um, which is the game plan when you're playing in snow that's borderline ankle deep? Well, we couldn't build out of the back. Um, that was a given. We had to be very uh, concerned about them playing long balls and then picking up second balls. Um, and you can't take, you couldn't take chances when it came to, um, you know, any balls played directly in. You just needed to really clear them. Um, it wasn't a game to be bringing the ball down and then, you know, trying to find the open man and keep the possession. Uh, and, and then the other was is that we had to have a lot of runs out of midfield. Um, and then the forwards had to, to, you know, really make diagonal runs and try to get in behind. And the timing of all that stuff had to be on as well. And so, you know, I, I think the second goal was, was definitely a big, you know, it, it took the pressure off. It took everything off. But the second goal was exactly, like I said, what we talked about. And that was a big part of going into the second half to try to play into those channels because we really felt when Eric came in, it was going to be a place that he could ex- he could exploit them. Next question goes to Phil West with MLSsoccer.com. Phil, your line is open. Hello. Uh, thank you. And, yeah, congrats, Peter, on the win and getting into the playoffs. And just wanted to – Ask you what, what this means to you, and particularly thinking about uh, the first matchup against San Jose and then maybe going against some of the other teams who might have been picked to be uh, the West winners this year. Yeah, look, um, we, we know how, how tough it is, you know, in our conference. It, it's very tough. Um, there's a lot of really good teams. And so uh, it's, it's, a, it's a really proud moment for the club, for the staff, for the team, for the fans. Um, it's not easy to, to, you know, slug away like we are right now and, and keep fighting through all the different things that are happening and finding a way to, to you know, to, 
to find success. It's not easy. And so proud of everybody for that. Um, you know, I, I've always been a big believer that when you, when you get into these types of environments where, you know, it's, it's, it's postseason. Um, the bottom line, it, it, everybody who got there is, is there because they found a way and they're fighting for it. And so my respect is, is immense for all the other teams and all the other staffs that, you know, have had, that go through this profession. It's not easy. It's tough. Um, and when you get to this part, the postseason, there's a difference. Um, and what happens is, is that I don't care who you face. It's a new season and anything can happen on any given day. And so these are one game finals now. And, you know, it doesn't matter who we play. We have to be ready because the other team is going to be ready. So we have to be ready. Um, and, and whether it's San Jose or anyone else, we know that they're going to be a tough opponent and we're going to have to be ready for the game. Final two questions. We'll go to Allie Trost and Sean Goodwin. Up first, Allie Trost with Sports Radio 810 WHB. Allie, your line is open. Coach, going into a game like tonight's where there are such unusual conditions, typically players, you tend to lean on experience. Have you or any other players on this team in your conversations ahead of time played in a a snow game quite like the one that you saw in in Salt Lake City? I've I've actually played in quite a few of them, Um, especially when I played in Europe. I played in quite a few. So um, I think there was quite a few guys on our team that have, have played in those environments before, for sure. Um, and then, you know, uh, I, I think, again, with all the things that guys had to adapt and to adjust to just this year, I don't, I don't, I don't think they, they even blinked when, when they knew we had to go out in the field and do what we had to do. They, 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 they understood and they were ready to go. You know, nobody's complaining. Nobody was, um, you know, whining. They were just like, all right, okay, this is what we got to do. Let's go, guys. And they were fighting for it. So, um, that, that's that's where that's where you know that you, you've 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 taken a big giant step forward. Final question goes to Sean Goodwin with the Kansas City Star. Sean, your line is open. Peter, at least on TV, it looked like the snow really picked up the last 30, 35 minutes. Um, say it was, you know, say it was a tie. You needed to score. Do you feel how difficult was it have been for you guys to grab a goal in those conditions later in the game? And because of that, do you feel fortunate he scores a little bit earlier? Are you are you are you talking hypotheticals now? Because we just won the game two 0 <laughs> I mean, Sean, you kidding me? Uh, we we were look, we did what we had to do. Um, we won the first half, as I told the guys, and the only thing they had to do now was at least tie the second half, and so that's all we had to do. Um, we were ready for it. So I, again, um, the two goals were 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 what we talked about, which is fantastic. And we were prepared for him. So it's nice to be prepared for something and then execute on it. So the guys did a great job. That'll do it for today. Thanks to our production staff of Derek Donovan, Randy Mason, Beth Welsh, Jeff Rosen, Chris Fickett, and Savannah Smith. Tip of the cap to Sean Goodwin for stopping by and talking Sporting Kansas City in the MLS. Links to his stories can be found in the show notes and on KansasCity.com. Hey, we've got another deal for you, especially for those that want to deep dive into the star's terrific Chiefs coverage. For a limited time, you can subscribe to Sports Pass for 99 cents a month. That's right, 99 pennies a month. After three months, it auto-renews at $5.99 a month unless you cancel. Here's how to get it. Go to KansasCity.com slash SportsPass2020. That's KansasCity.com slash SportsPass2020. Do you want more than just sports coverage? I know I do. Check out the entire Kansas City Star product. Sports news features, commentary, and analysis, the whole thing. 
get all the stories written by my talented colleagues, plus additional news, sports, and business coverage with the e-edition. The details for all of these deals can be found at adult, I'm sorry, account.kansascity.com slash subscribe. And if you're having trouble hunting down any of these offers, just send me an email, bkirkoff at kcstar.com, and I'll get you to the right place. So whether it's the sports pass or the full subscription, you're getting and supporting the best news and sports coverage in Kansas City. And I'll be going to produce programs like Sports BKC. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back on Wednesday with another episode. Mm-hmm.